You are now listening to the 10 Years and Counting Podcast. Welcome to 10 Years and Counting Podcast, hosted by the Sovereign of Single. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the 10 Years and Counting Podcast with your boy, Petty Roosevelt himself. You're listening to the 10 Years and Counting Podcast, your source for all the unsolicited dating advice you just can't get enough of, with your host, Tony, and great guests like me. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to, I think this is episode 49 of the 10 Years and Counting podcast, almost at 50. Oh, shit. Today, I have Satoyo on the show. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much, uh, Tony, for having me. Of course, you're welcome. And today's topic is going to be talking about just jadedness and how, I don't even know if that's a word, but we'll just go with it. Um, And just like how people tend to be jaded in not just dating, but then relationships and whatnot. Where does that stem from? And sort of like, I'm not in that stage anymore. I know I was before. And just sort of, I don't, want, I don't like giving advice. I think it's sort of like what helped me get to where I am now. I think the first thing I liked, because uh, I remember I was asking a friend of mine, I was telling them, I was like, hey, are you like jaded? You know, they're like, oh, what does that mean? It's like, you know what? I know the word. I can't give you legit definition. So, you know, just go to Webster. And so, so pretty much means that someone's completely exhausted, worn out or simply put bored the hell out of their mind. I completely get that. I think when you spend yeah. a lot of time dating, you you get to that point where it's like, fuck it, I'm tired of this shit. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Because it is, you know, it's like, like Pat Benistar said, which is a really toxic song and quote when you think about it, love is a battlefield, yeah. right? Like only a narcissist would like write something like that. Like that's a ridiculous thing. But yeah, it's like, I could see jadedness, especially within dating. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of people, probably because they just do it too often. Yes. I know my friend, he always jokes, says that he says I'm the only person he knows that actually enjoys dating. Yeah. And I was like, well, yeah, because I don't put expectations to them, especially with like online dating. You're just really legit meeting someone for the first time. Why the right. hell would I think anything more than to actually enjoy spending time with you? Like, could I get through an entire conversation and not be bored or engaged to the point where it's like, you know what? I would like to see this person again. Not, right. you know what? This person's the one. Like, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's not, yeah. You can like a person a lot, but they don't have to be the one. I also actually like, enjoy dating. You know, when I was actively dating, I really enjoyed it because I knew that I could have a good time regardless. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, I understand I'm a relatively good conversationalist. The only time it's ever, and I, I don't think I've ever, I, I, the only bad date I ever had, I think, is when I was just ghosting, you know, oh, yeah. um, before the date even occurred. That was, And even that, I'm like, well, this is just inconvenient. I, right. Let me just go, let me just go home. And then I thought, okay, if I'm taking someone on a date, then I need it to be more where I'm at. So even if they do ghost me, it's not a long walk or a subway trip home. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I think for a lot of people, there's a lot of expectations that are put onto dating, which on some level I can understand because, you know, uh, especially if you're in the tri-state, you know, if you're in New York or you're in Philly, I can, I can kind of understand that because while there's a lot of entertainment and there are a lot of distractions and stuff like that, these are pretty tough places to live. You know what I'm saying? So I do think people are looking for companionship because you can be in a city with millions of people and still feel totally alone, which is a really wild feeling to have. So there's that there's that desperation to connect with someone. I I get that. And 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 it's not like one of those things where, like, obviously, you know, I'm moving to L.A. And and at least I know people that live there, so I probably won't feel that as much. But I'm probably sure like I I would get that feeling at some point. But it's, it's always like that difficult thing where it's like I understand the need and want for a connection 
I just don't like the idea that sometimes it just feels forced a lot of the time. Exactly. Right. That's my right. thing. When someone says like, hey, you know, I'd like to just be friends. They go, okay, cool. I know that means that we're probably not going to interact as much. But right. at the end of the day, I also don't mind the idea of starting off as friends too. Yeah. I think you put less pressure, you actually get to know the person more in, at the end of the day. And it, it does feel weird because, you know, like usually friend means like, oh, you know, like I'm not attracted to you or whatnot. It's like, honestly, I, I, I don't really fully believe that, especially when a lot of the times when I've heard people, when they got together, a lot of people would say, like oh yeah I didn't think we would actually date the first time I met this person I was like see that's what I mean like you build towards that and I think that makes sense and I think that's why I'm not as jaded because I feel like I know it takes a lot of work and why would I put that much pressure early on but it's like do I want to continue seeing the person and and like just build it from there and I think that's one of my biggest gripes with dating is not even dating it's just more that I think everyone wants the quick fit everyone wants like okay I want to do this now like actually enjoy the getting to know the person like I, I get that it feels like wasted time if you guys don't end up anywhere but at the same time you're not just gonna be in a relationship after a month and if you do I mean that's great for you but I, I don't particularly feel like I would want to go that route right I mean we are such a an outcome driven society aren't we such yeah, a result sure. destination driven culture mm-hmm. that it you know it's it's understandable why people would think this way when the pressure is you're, the media that we're taking in is applying this you know so it's it's always there it's always in the back of our minds and i i agree with you on that and because like generally the the serious relationships i've been in i'll keep it a beam with you i was the last to know and i was the last to, <laughs> i was the last to know and it had and it literally had to be a, the other person be like what fuck are we doing this or not and i was like Oh, oh yeah, you want to be, yeah, I want to be together. Okay, cool. And they're like, what, what, why didn't you? And I'm like, I was having a nice time. I wasn't going to put no pressure on you, but I was, we was kicking it. And I was like, I was like, we was kicking, it was good. And okay, that was making me feel insecure. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I just thought, but it's not like I didn't text you every day. It's not like, it's not like I didn't text you every day or we didn't see each other. Like, it's not like I dipped out, but it's like, but it's their expectation that we be a little bit possessive, especially as men. And as, you know, men of color, that's a different, I think that, you know, our, our backgrounds are such that, yeah, for me, it's like, hey, man, I just want to have a good time, you know, and I have to start there. If I'm yeah. taking the time to, to take a shower, to get dressed, to put on the smell goods and everything, my main objective is to have a good time, even in situations where, you know, especially when I was online dating, where, you know, you have those one situation where that the, the woman comes in hot. And she talking, she talking spicy, boy. She's trying to do it immediately. She she about it. Even then, I'm like, yeah, I just want to have a good time. And even then, and I'm like, oh, I have even more information that she just wants to have a good time as well, you know. And I, I do believe that, like you say, when you talked about, you know, people in relationships, and they would be like, yeah, I didn't even think we were gonna like work out. It's to say you hear people say that all the time, like, oh, I didn't even find them attractive initially. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> You hear people say shit like that. It's like, yeah, man, sometimes you can't be super destination focused. I've definitely had friends turn into lovers and then turn back into friends. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's happened as well, but we are in a place in our, we have always been there where it's just like, yeah, what you doing? You getting married? You know, we're just now talking about life partners. That's just now kind of a thing. You know, I, I definitely feel that it's one of those, uh, like, I remember I just started a new job and I remember someone's asking, it's like, hey, uh, like, do you feel like you're going to be there for a while? It's like, oh, I don't fucking know. Like, I just started. Like, yeah, I'll give me, give me some time to get adjusted. I'm, I'm enjoying it so far, but like, I've had other roles where I've enjoyed it so far early on. And then 
a year later, I was like, oh, shit, I need to get out. Yeah, so it's, I got to get out of this. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm going with the expectations that I would like to grow here. And, and that's the way I would want to approach it. I don't want to approach it yeah. thinking like I'm going to leave after a year. I mean, that's, it happens, I guess. But like to have that mindset already, it's just like, Ugh, no. <laughs> but I think that's the difficult thing with, um, you know, like just like that quick results like we were just talking about or finding like the next thing, which is like, Dude, I actually don't mind enjoying the moment that I'm in. Yeah, it doesn't sound fun when you hear jaded. And, and you hear jaded people who are admittedly jaded in relationships. I'm like, yeah, because the way you describe it, it doesn't sound fun at all. You know, that because too, it's, I'm not going to lie. You know, yes. Because it's like, oh, it's it's a lot of trying to fit square pegs in the round holes in, in many instances. And also it's just like, yo, like when you are actively looking for a partner, when you are actively looking for your soulmate, when you are actively looking for someone who you can marry, that sounds like an exhausting process. And it is a process. It sounds like an exhausting ordeal. Um, and it puts so much initial pressure on every interaction. And, you know, I mean, look, I, you know, I shout out to the, to the, to the female homies, to, you know, the women that I know who've, uh, taking the time to be my friend but you know i know how game is game out here there's also those who are looking for that and they're like i you know one girl i knew she's like she had a date every day monday through friday she had Damn. a whole system set up because one because one it, it served two purposes one she's actively looking for mr right and two she getting dinner every night and she was like yeah i always i always get i always have stuff left over that i go to the crib with and i'm like one i respect the hustle love the game <laughs> you know what i love the game uh but i was like yo but she was so she was admittedly jaded and i'm like yeah because you out every night doing this shit like that is exalted and that's before we get into the idea that you got to deal with us <laughs> as, right as dudes, exactly right? that's like but the, just the level of frequency you know, I'm a comic and I get tired of being out every night. You know, I hate that shit. It's what it requires. So I can sit there and say, yeah, I'm a little jaded by comedy because I'm always doing this shit. I'm always there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so it's like, if you're always doing something, man, you can get burnt out. And that's, that doesn't even take into account how we treat people as people. That too. I, I think it's, I don't know. I feel like usually, and, and, and I've always brought this up with some people i remember a friend of mine was bummed out about being single and i was like dude why the fuck would you like it's like if you bummed out now you're not that's not gonna fix you know the relationship isn't gonna fix your mood and i do get that singleness does bring you know a level of like loneliness and you want that companionship like we mentioned but i i, I think there's like a healthy way of approaching it and and that's definitely not it i mean don't get me wrong i remember i was supposed to have a date last week or it was supposed to be like a phone call and whatnot, right? And I, she said like, yeah, I could definitely do tomorrow. And I was like, oh, cool. Like around what time works for you? You know, and I make sure I don't like just pick, you know, like start calling me at a random time. And she never responded. But like my response is like, oh, cool. I get to watch some baseball now. Exactly. Like, yeah, oh, come on. Like, yeah, yeah, come on. It, ooh, isn't it a beautiful thing though? It's a, I don't even care. It's a beautiful thing when a date cancels. Yeah. Oh, it's it, it, like, it, like if it's a date that you are excited about, cool. But realize like if, if it's a date you're excited about, all right, like that kind of that kind of bums me out a little bit but after a while honestly man i you know anytime i ever ask someone out on a date especially as i've gotten older now i got this thing to do mm -hmm. right and it, if it's cool if it happens cool but then sometimes i'd be like oh they canceled i'm like okay well that sucked i kind of wanted to hang out with them but i get to stay in these sweatpants yes there i get to go. hold on i get to hold on to this little bit of money i got right because it's, <laughs> it's always a, you know it's always a better option i remember one time I went, I had gone out on two dates with this girl, really cool. You know, we're getting along, vibing, you know, whatever. 
And then the third date, like there had been there, she canceled and we were scheduled for another day. And all of a sudden that day didn't work either. And I just remember being like, cool, cool. And she was like, yeah, sorry, I got this. It was a work thing. And then she's like, but I'm going to be at this place later on down South Philly if you want to join. And I was like, no, I'm good. I'm just going to do some other stuff. I was <laughs> not even not even as a diss. I'm like, no, OK, well, that was the time that we had a lot of you couldn't make it. Cool. I, I got other I got other stuff I'm going to do. You know, yeah. and it's not even no it wasn't no beef. I was like, yeah, we can have, have fun. Yeah. You know, Oh, so I did two separate polls. Um, I was working on this jaded episode for like a while. Um, so I did a Twitter poll. It's a bummer that Twitter doesn't actually show you who votes, which I guess is yeah. a good thing. Um, they, try, they want anonymity. Yeah. So 25 people voted and 52% said they were, which is like, I was surprised it wasn't higher, honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially Twitter. I feel like <laughs> Twitter is where you get like either legit like results where like people are just I don't want to say jaded, but they they don't give a shit. It's like, look, yeah, um, yeah, people talk. They spicy on Twitter. I love. Right. I'll never, I'll never leave the app. But yeah, they get real yeah. spicy. And the one comment that really jumped out on me was someone said that they're not jaded, but they're also they understand that they're extremely picky. Mm-hmm. So like in a way, it's like knowing what you want from a relationship, but also realizing that the dating culture may not fit what you're looking yes. for. Which is, I think, a fair point. I can understand saying you're jaded about online dating because yeah. that shit is just a lot. But I think yeah. that, you know, like, it's a thing of like saying like, hey, it's not that I hate this. It's more, it just seems really difficult. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just a little bit, maybe being a little bit more realistic, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, I think for a lot of people, yeah, knowing what you, knowing who you are and knowing how the game is, is very, very important. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, that's just like, that's like a six foot one dude in the NBA being like, I want to be a center. The game not set up for you that way. And you got to be okay with that. You know, like there are some things that in my twenties that I would tolerate that I just wouldn't tolerate anymore on a personal level that the game, and when I say the game, I mean, outside the dating game still has elements of. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, well, the, I've changed. So I have to be accepting of that actually like kind of that look like my dating pool gets smaller actually. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and that's, and actually that's okay. And I know a lot of the homies who are jaded male and female and non-binary humans and all this business. Some of, I remember a couple of them, I've been like, yo, deactivate your account. <laughs> Just on all the, the best thing I ever did for myself, especially because I remember being in a tired bored situation with online dating and I just deactivated my shit. I was like, no, I want to meet people in the real world. Like, this yeah. is just how I want to do it. Now, does that in theory, okay, does that lessen my chances of meeting people? No, I'm a comedian. So I'm, I'll be all right in that regard. But also, it was such a time suck. And mm-hmm. in some instances, especially, you know, when you're trying, to, you're trying to have fun or meet someone, all these unnecessary expectations on these people you do not know, you know, who are going, and they're going through their own shit. They're going through their own thing. And that and, and all you guys are doing is talking online. And I was just like, this doesn't really serve me because yeah. there's a whole vetting process that has to take place, rightfully so and understandably so, to meet that person when I can meet that person outside. Mm. And that's and a more like, direct way of, of dealing. Right. That makes sense. I, I, I just finished editing the last episode I recorded. And I remember what some like what my guest was talking about mentioned where you really don't get to know someone until you have your first argument. Yeah. Like yeah. everything, everything besides that is just chilling, right? Like, yep. you know, you may start off with 
surface level conversations, right? Because you're sort of like, hey, you know, favorite color, whatever, favorite color, how many, like, tell me about your family, like simple shit like that. It's not until you get to like deeper questions and then you actually disagree with something and maybe not arguments, disagreement, whatever. But that's when you really can tell how you fit with someone. So like everything else before, before that is just really just whatever. You don't know shit about shit about a person. Yeah, until you, yeah. I mean, you can, Y'all could have had the wildest, craziest monkey sex you could imagine. <laughs> Y'all could have done anything. Can I curse on this or can I? Can yeah, I, I've been cursing. Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, you could you could be a she she you could have been like she could she told me to come in her and you did. Y'all could have said the foul it choke me, spank me, pull my hair, slap me, spit me, caress me. All that shit don't mean nothing <laughs> until that first that first argument is the truth. That is where that is who that person really is who yeah. that's who that person is all of a sudden they motherfucked you and it was outside the consensual act of, of the fucky <laughs> and they hit you with a you motherfucker it's like what yeah yeah my mouth was on you and you would speak to me in such a way <laughs> right <laughs> you'd be more shocked like that actually hurt my feelings i said right. sit on my face <laughs> and this is how you engage in conflict resolution i i need a i need a i need a i need a breathe i gotta break i gotta take a break <laughs> Yeah, I love you said conflict resolution. One of my yeah. favorite things when I first started going to therapy was I would say something and then my therapist would be like, yeah, that's not conflict resolution. That's avoidance. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you're right. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my style. That's my move. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I you know, I, I barely open up here. So, you know, mm -hmm. I, I see. I see. Oh, OK. I see where the work is now. I got you. Uh, mm -hmm. Man. Yeah, I, I think that. And it's wild because I know for some people, I, I think it's not only the fact of just consistently being out there in the dating world can bring about, you know, jadedness, as you had said, but sometimes people who are just in serial relationships, you know, which I personally do not understand because I, because again, if I feel some way for one person and then I go immediately to another, I just don't, my brain don't really work that way, but some people pull it off. Like there's yeah. a homie I know, she is a serial dater. She's never not in a relationship. You know, mm -hmm. she can't she can't be by herself. I, and I think that's interesting, too, because it's like on that end, it's like the idea of being by your by yourself is terrifying. So it you is. will immediately will go to a relationship, even if the relationship is not very good. And then you will talk about how tired you are of just being in of relationships and all that. I'm like, yeah, but you keep on going back in the fight. You keep right. on going back in the game and you can't and you refuse to stay out of the game, but you tired of the game. That don't. Mm. Mm. I saw this. Uh, what's it called? Oh, this tweet. And I, I don't I don't have a word for word, but I remember someone said that the what's it called? The most difficult relationship you'll ever have to deal with is yourself. And it's like or, or, or like someone said that, like your relationships at the end of the day are sort of sometimes a reflection of you. Yes. Right. And I don't think and it was weird because as soon as I read that and, and I went to like therapy, I was like, holy shit, I realized how my mood shifts depending on who I'm talking to. Uh -huh. And a lot of the time it's like, oh, I get it now. I get where like, you know, like, you know, like, let's say you have a toxic boss, right? Like, yeah. you just know that sometimes there's just some things that are never going to get fixed, but it's also like a reflection of like them, like towards yeah. you. And it's like, I, I do get that, but I also don't get what, like what you mentioned, right? Like, I, I also, I think it's different for me because I'm an only child. Yeah, likewise. You're like. Where like it's like honestly I love time by myself like right? for me for me it's yeah. like if if I took time out of my life to like hang out with you or be with you that thing 
I love you without saying it. Like that is like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I yeah. could be, I could be at home doing nothing and yep. I chose to be here. <laughs> yeah. I actually chose to do, no, that's fan- Again, that's a real big thing about only child. That's the other thing we have to take into account is only child as only children. Yeah. I mean, I used to imitate newscasters. You know, I used to, I used to act like I was ABC news because my mom was working. I used to sit there at 6 PM and, you know, copy, you know, Dan Koppel and all of them. And just, I used to make up games for myself that were nonsensical in nature. So when I tell you I am comfortable with me, I am comfortable with me. Did the whole right. quarantine living alone, not a soul next to me. We was good. Ten toes yeah. down out here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so it is. It's one of those things like and I think sometimes in dating that can also probably get us in a lot of trouble, too, because we are so comfortable being alone and then people will want to be around us more in some instances. And we're, and then we get, you know, sort of exhausted because <laughs> it's like, yo, I need, I got, I got to take care of me yeah. out here, but it is right, also the right. flip side. If I'm actually taking time out my day to hang out with you when I could just be by myself, one of my favorite things to do, mm-hmm. <laughs> like literally that means, yeah, I got to I got to rock with you heavy. I actually got, I got to really rock with you heavy. I remember before this year, I had not spent more than like two days at someone's place. Mm-hmm. Like that is just that that's the minimum. Yeah. And I just remember I was like, yo, why am I like so cranky? And I was like, yo, I I, I get it. I, I have not spent this amount of time yeah. with someone before. Yep. And yep. it's annoying the shit out of me. It has nothing I, to do with them. It's just yeah. like, oh, okay. Yeah. I miss is, is, I miss me time. <laughs> yeah, isn't it isn't it a wild thing? That's like growth when you realize in certain instances, oh, I'm the problem. <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. I'm actually the fundamental flaw here. I am the issue. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. You know, like literally. Honestly, honestly I don't mind it. I, I I like being able to like rationalize that and understand that. But I think sometimes, and don't get me wrong, I've done it too, where I would take what someone says and personalize it, thinking like, oh shit, that was on me. It's like, no, it wasn't. And that's fine. But I think yeah, but I think, yeah, like self-awareness has to come with that knowledge where it's like, it's not just being self-aware, but being like, oh, okay, I definitely fucked up here. I understand that. Now, what could I do to better that? In that scenario, I don't really know how that solution would go because like, if I need time and I don't have time, then that's my solution. But I also get yeah. where like that person may be like, oh, so you don't care. You don't want to spend time. It's like, I don't know where did you hear that? I yeah. just said. <laughs> so I, I think it's also sometimes people learning how to like communicate their themselves to others, which I think is really difficult as well. Yeah, I think that if I were if I were ever in a relationship that led to me cohabitating with that person, one, <clears throat> I, I would say, oh, I'm very lucky. Um, also, I would really need to make sure that it was a two bedroom situation. Yes. If we could if we could afford it, it got to be a two bedroom situation. And it's not just for me. It is not just for me. I am not fully selfish. I know some of you may be listening. You're like, oh, you got no, it's not. Listen, that would be for the other person as well. Because yeah. one, we got to get we're going to get tired of each other Two, Sometimes you just don't want to be next to each other <clears throat> three on a personal level. I snore and my health insurance is not good. So it's not, Mm. I can rectify that situation. And the last thing I want to do is fuck up another person's sleep. That's okay. Also, Hey, sometimes I got to play NBA 2k for two hours and that just got happen. Also, sometimes, Hey, for whatever reason, the sex ain't going to happen, but one of us still has to come. Okay. (laughs) Or 
the sex happens, but you still just like to masturbate, right? Like, you know, so that's, she can be in her room doing her thing and that I can be in my room doing my thing with the headphones because I don't use I my imagination when I do Yeah, I do yeah, yeah fair. <laughs> you know, and so even if I were ever to do that, it's like, nah, we got to have two separate things. One of my, uh, two of my friends, they're both married and their situation, you know, they just bought a house and they got multiple bedrooms. Even like more importantly, you know, they got two bathrooms, two fulls. Yes. Oh, so it's like they're going to use that as like and they moved from an apartment that had that situation. And he's like, yeah, that's going to be what saves our marriage. Like that's going to mm-hmm. be that's literally going to be the thing that keeps us together and keeps us strong. You know, and I remember the last living last time I lived with someone in Columbus, Ohio, where I'm from before I moved to the East Coast. I lived with my best friend and it was the best living situation I had ever been in in my entire life up to that point, living alone, living, you know, outside the house, of course, uh, because we both had separate bathrooms, two full mm. bathrooms. So, so far as I was concerned, I was living alone. It was yeah. nice. I was like, nah, bro, we living single out here. It was excellent. So yeah, if I ever lived with someone, I, you know, I know me like much the same. Yeah. If I don't get my me time, I just get cranky. I'm just, I, I just get irritable. You know, I just need, I need to be alone, silent with my thoughts of doing what I want to do, even if sometimes that is nothing. I just got to have that. So if I was ever, and that's the thing, it's like living on the East Coast, shit ain't cheap out here. So I'm like, fuck, I I just got to make as much money as I can and do whatever it is I can, because if I'm going to live with someone, then man, ooh, that's myself. That's me being like, I got to do what I can do to make this work. Because if we are in a one bedroom together, I might ruin this. <laughs> I might ruin it. It might Dude, be me. I, I and it's funny. I did an only child episode, and I, I, I found this photo. It's a house out in I think Vermont or something, and it's a house, and it's connected. Like there's like a middle like bridge. Yeah. So it's like two separate yeah. houses, and it just oh. meets together. Where it's like, yo, that's perfect. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, I love this. I love this. I love that idea. I wish, yeah. I wish, I wish that sounded, if that sounds expensive, I wish yeah, like, it probably, it probably is. Yeah, probably I is, mean, yeah. like, it's like mad jealousy vibes there because I'd probably never be able to afford anything like that ever in my life. But that's the thing, even with that situation, they're like, yeah, we don't want to break up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or, or we don't even want to become jaded with that other person, mm. you know, because you can be jaded and you can be jaded about dating, but being jaded in relationships is awful it's actively yeah. terrible because you're actively in something that you're bored tired of that you resent you know what i'm saying and and i think that sometimes distance is helpful mm-hmm. you know no i i get that and and i think it's because of and i don't even want to call it avoidance even though it kind of is but i do better with processing my thoughts before having the conversation and i think that's really difficult sometimes where it's yeah. like Hey, let's talk about this thing. Do we have to? <laughs> it's like saying yeah, like, right. let's, and it's never like, let's never talk about this. Right. I just need to, because I, I know sometimes if I'm just allowed to say what I'm gonna say, I. Right. Well, there are probably more more issues than there have to be. So yeah. Like, I think it's best that I keep my thoughts together, trying to figure out what exactly I want to say, and it's not saying like, hey. I don't want to say what I want to say. It's just like sometimes I'll just blurt shit out without like meaning it. It's like, oh fuck, I'm an asshole for that. But see, if we would have had the time, you know. Yeah, if you would have given me the time and the space that I needed, I wouldn't have nuked this whole relationship. I wouldn't exactly. have said some shit. I wouldn't have said some shit that you will remember for the rest of your life in relation to me. Mm. Which is which is important because you'll be in them situations 
and that's how it happens, especially to be jaded in relationships. It's how that shit happens. Like, no, like, you know, when the person demands that they talk to you, it's like, I need to chill a bit because Mm -hmm. if I say what I want to say, you will never look at me the same way again. Yeah. You just won't. And even if we get through this, I know you're going to bring that shit up a year from now because it's because you've met because you haven't let it go and you're not over it. And I ain't asking you to be over it. I'm asking for you to give me the space to come to 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 make sure that my thoughts are more precise in such a way that you can hear me and not feel like I'm going to verbally attack you. Because right now I want to create a wasteland. I want to create a wasteland. I want to say, oh, and it might be true. Love, it love might be is true. a battlefield. Love mm-hmm. is a battlefield. I get it. I get uh, it. Yeah. Because yeah. and what I say might be true, but the manner in which I say it will be bad. Yes, exactly. <laughs> absolutely bad. And then yes. I, I think you get out of it. When I look at a lot of the, the women that I know who are, who are jaded, some of that, you know, it's understandable because they've been in really terrible relationships, you know, like awful, abusive relationships. So I could see you being because you're 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 messed up. Mm-hmm. And then it's like <clears throat> meeting someone else and meeting someone new. It's not that appealing of an idea based on what you just gone through. You know, so you'd be like, oh, I'm not really I'm not really open to to this. I'm like the idea is scary to many and frightening because, yeah. you know, hey, there are people out there who get in who are not well mentally, <laughs> you know, what yeah. saying? and then you you get with them and, you know, the idea of going back in the dating game when you're lucky enough to get away from that is can be terrifying. No, I get that. I and it's and I know it's not the best comparison, and I'm pretty sure there are better ones, but I always think about it like job searching, right? Like if you left your previous job because you hated it or you got fired and you were really, you know, it's just say like you just had like a shitty experience. Mm-hmm. I think it's normal to then feel like shit when you're interviewing because you kind of don't want the same experience to happen again. Yes. Yeah. But there's also a difference where like you kind of need a job to like pay bills and shit, right? You don't need yeah. to be in a relationship. You, right. I think the relationship is like the added extra of life, not like yeah. the pillar of, you know, life accomplishments. That you right. Right. In. Right. It's a, it should be a cherry on top. Right. Exactly. Even, even, even though of course that is, that does not say, that that is not to say that relationships aren't hard work because they are. Mm-hmm. Oh, for if sure. Or if you're with the person, yes, there has to be the because you're consistently choosing to be in a situation with that person. So I'm not going to sit there and say it's not work. I understand that that the dynamic of children greatly changes that. So it, you have to look at the cherry differently. It can probably feel more like a pillar because it becomes a part of your identity at that point. You're mm-hmm. not you you go from being to an individual to a person with another person to now a parent. You know, so yeah. your title will always be mother or father, you know, like that's always going to be a thing. And that does become your reality. Um, I think that, yeah, for the purposes of relationships, yeah, it has to be an extra added. It has to be a net positive mm-hmm. on your life as opposed to a stressor, you know what I'm saying? Right. Or, or, or as opposed to, at least from my personal perspective, like you said, a pillar. You know what I'm saying? Like a pillar that just sort of has to be there. It's like, nah, this thing needs to be a thing that makes my life better. You know, it needs to add value. And and it was always interesting. Um, what was like the question I had? Oh, and I'm pretty sure like it was funny that the question was posed. And I was like, I already know the answer to this question. Like, why is this even the question? Which is like, does comparing ourselves to others increase or decrease that jadedness? It's like, there's no way that you compare yourself to others and you that decreases the jadedness. I think it's 
I, I think that's also another factor too. I don't know. I, I used to be the type of person that I'm not saying like I was, okay, let me not deflect. Yes, I was jaded for a while. And I think it's because I had a shitty breakup. I had like years where I just did not deal with it. So I can understand why like small things annoyed me like PDA or hearing about people's relationships. But I think that was like one of those things where you just kind of have to do, see like why you feel that way and then like figure out why it's the case. But I think, and it's, you know, what's weird. I felt less jaded the more I just heard everyone complain about their stuff. Yes. Like, I don't know why, like people complaining about their relationships or like saying like, hey, can we get some like single stories? It's like, yeah, it was like, I guess I'm doing okay then. You know, like, it's like, like, yeah, I'm all right. Yeah, I'm chilling. Yeah, I'm just here, you know traveling and people are here complaining about bills and kids and shit i was like you know what i, I think i'm good um you know what i'll i'll get there when i get there and yeah it's okay yep it has to be okay and yeah i, I don't I, yeah, there's no way you can't i remember one of my he's not a friend anymore but back when we were close we grew up together went to high school together and all this stuff and he was married and he was he was he would he was a king of c- comparing himself to other people Mm. So, you know, for whatever reason, when other people were doing better, he'd feel worse. And there was a time, you know, he was an all-American white boy. So, so he was like the apple, he was the apple of a lot of women's eye or a lot of girls' eyes. We were in high school into college. And and you know, he didn't really have to do anything for it. He didn't have to be interesting. He wasn't particularly interesting, to be honest. And then as time went along, you know, I'm doing things, you know, I'm doing different stuff. I'm, you know, in my own lane and I'm having what they would consider success in the dating game. He's married, he's locked down. And he's like, man, I just wish I'd like live like you, you know, like I love my wife and everything, but I just wish like, you know, you were out here and you were like, yeah, in my twenties for the record to all the listeners, your boy was out here. I was outside. Like I was outside for real. Uh, And I quite, I quite liked outside. It was nice out there. I had the, you know, I was young. I was in my twenties. I was, I was out and I let everyone know I'm outside. I did say this. I wasn't one of them dudes outside who wasn't telling people he was, I said, I'm outside, but um, he was like, yeah, I just wish I should have been like you. I just wish I could have had like sex with like five or six more women, you know, like some more notches in the belt. And I'm like, uh, one, that last statement is terrible because women ain't notches. They're people. Uh, two, right. I was like, bro, that's not how that works. I was like, that's not, I was like, don't think for a second one, you are comparing yourself to me about this thing, which is ridiculous. It's actually ridiculous in nature. And I was like, and also, bruh, I have met other married men and every single one of them that have talked to me about this subject say that feeling don't never leave. <laughs> you always, you, you see him, he's like, yeah, I can look, but I can't touch. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I remember it. Yeah. That is like, bro, it ain't about the, it ain't about numbers. The numbers don't mean anything. That's some nonsensical mm. bullshit. I was like, but you're comparing me being outside wild in these streets to you being in a functionally committed relationship with a woman who adores you when she probably shouldn't <laughs> like realistically, you know, yeah. there's not much to you. Um, and it, you know, but he, but again, it's just, it's just that thing. And I'm like, there, why are you, you are devaluing your good situation because you are comparing yourself to a single person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like to a, I was like, and, but again, that was his nature. He couldn't, he couldn't, he was that with everything, the person's looks, all the other stuff. That's just who he was. And I don't think it's made her, a, I don't think it's made him a happier person. There's no way. And you know, if I obsessed being a dude who's not six feet, if I obsessed over every guy that was actually six feet, I'm like, 
would drive myself insane. And that would lead to a weird insecurity within me when yeah. we're already people. We don't have enough insecurities anyway. You know, putting that one on you, the constant comparison of other people just don't help you, especially. And I understand it's difficult because, you know, sometimes people get left for another person. Sometimes people get cheated on or they get left for another person or they break up and the person then they see them with their new person. And it's so it is hard not to compare sometimes because the initial thing you want is you want to know, am I prettier than this person? Please let this person just be less attractive than me. So that when I said, I, I get that, I get that instinct, but even that doesn't serve you because let's say you look better than them. What does it really do? It boosters you for, it boosts you up for a second, but even that thought process is trash. It stinks because it's just for a second. You know what I'm saying? That's all. And they can be stunningly gorgeous and you'll be devastated. Like it don't matter. It don't matter. That's a, it's a pathway to, to real self-harm. <laughs> what was I going to say? Oh, I remember one time I was telling a friend of mine is like, you know what? I'm, I'm like, this was like years ago. Like, I thought I was like afraid of like, you know, like, dude, like relationships seem like it'd be like a bummer if you break up, right? And it's like he was like, well, dude, like, t- technically speaking, our relationships end at some yes. point. It's like, well, shit. When you put it that way, you know what? Uh, <laughs> when you yeah. put it that way, I'm like, you're right. You know, I. I'm going to get that mindset taken care of when you, you know, you just made that make more sense. And I think like, yeah, I, it, it you know, it, it will feel like a bummer if, you know, like things don't work out, but like, that should be fine too. You know, I, I don't know. I think like, and it's always like interesting. Um, uh, do you know, um, oh my God, what's his name? Uh, oh my God, dude from uh, Daily Show. Not, not Trevor Noah. Uh, is it Roy Jones? Not Roy Jones. Oh, Roy Wood? Roy Wood, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was listening to his uh, stand-up, and he was talking about how he's at the age now that his friends are either getting married or getting divorced. It's like, I don't know who to party with, right? right. And it's like, right. <laughs> and it's like, it's true, because like, right, at the end of the day, it's like, shit is bound to happen. And I don't know, it's, it's just, I, I think there's a lot of fear of like failure in anything, right? Like, you know, if you get a divorce, you're going to be that couple that got divorced. It's like, who gets a shit? That's just going to happen. And, and I don't know. I, I think that, that that happens a lot when when you're like jaded at that point where it's like, it might be like the big concern or like, what do you learn from that then? I think that's sort of like the way to look at it sometimes. Yeah. And, you know, it's easy. I think it's easy to, I mean, for starters, the human condition is a temporary situation, right? So it's yeah. all... It is all temporary in the end. We are temporarily here. So, you know, every existence is temporary. Uh, but yeah, I think there's a definite like fear of failure and that 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 can make people stay in situations that are not good for them for far too long. And it can it can lead to a negative view about the act of dating as a whole. Now, I understand that I could lose a relationship of significant value to me right now. And I, I'll be okay because I'm young enough to, I'm young, you know, so I do have to, I'll even admit it's, it would be definitely harder if I was in something and I lived to be 60 something and I lost it then. That yeah. would probably be a lot more difficult and devastating. Right. But, you know, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's one of these things where, you know, we have to be, you know, conscious and cognizant of, of our surroundings at all times and understand that even if you're with a person, you know, that person does not really become your world. They become, you guys become a part of each other's uh, world and everything like that. But I think sometimes it's harder for people to let go of things when they've let that become their entire world and let that become their identity. And it's, it's a normal thing to do, but I think we still have to maintain our individuality as people. 
you know, because we're still, you're still an autonomous person, your interests, your likes, your things, you still got to have those, you know, yeah. and on some level, they will exist a bit separate from that person. Even if y'all live together, there's things that you do that they don't do, you know, and there's things that they do that you don't do. And you have to keep that in mind for yourself. One, you know, one, because I think that when relationships go wrong, it makes them less devastating. I mean, I've had relationships go wrong, but I had my own thing. I didn't stop doing my thing. In fact, I kind of needed that thing to get through. I needed things to do to get through that. When I'm single, I do that. When I'm in a relationship, I do that. Um, because, you know, it helps me maintain and keep my autonomy. Also helps me appreciate the other person more because they ain't always around. We're not always caught up in each other's stuff. And, and, and getting to do those things and doing those things, uh, you know, as I've gotten better at the idea of dating, I think uh, it's made me then give them proper and better attention. Mm -hmm. I always sometimes think where... Oh my God, where, where did I like read this to? I think it was like, it was also Twitter. I feel like all of my resources come from Twitter at this point. But I remember, I remember someone said, it's like, hey, I wish I was ignorant. Y'all seem happy. Yeah, yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's real. That's so real. That but, one is real. But you know what's always, I mean, it does make sense to a point, right? Like, I think there's times where I just give less fucks about things. And maybe not exact same thing. But like, the less I care, I think the happier I am. And it's not saying like, I don't want to not care about someone. It's just like, at the end of the day, it's like in the grand scheme of things, is this legit as shitty or world and like, whatever. It's like, right, right. Let, let the feeling happen for a couple of days and you'll definitely get over it. And I think that's, I think that's what it's helpful. I remember like I was going through a breakup and honestly, the first two days were like shit. Yeah. After that, I was like, okay. Yeah. I'm not saying like, okay, great. I mean, like, not my like, great, like, hey, fuck them. It's more like, okay, I was able to get all the emotions that I wanted to get out with, you know, I had the Drake, the weekend, like, like that. <laughs> but like, yeah, you know, I, you know, I got, yeah. I got like, I had the music playing. I yep. went through what I wanted to go through yeah. and then I just moved on. And I'm like saying like, I mean, it, it makes more sense because we weren't dating long. I think it's a lot different. Like I can't say like, if you've been married for 10 years, you can't just be like, all right, a week we're done. Like, yeah, no, it's yeah. like, it's different. It's different. Yeah. But I think sometimes having that mindset, which is really difficult to always implement, does help with like who cares I, I i i don't know and it's not saying like i don't care about like not meeting someone it's just that in my priority of like importance of life yeah i, I don't get me wrong i do this because i have a podcast but like i sometimes i always dates always ask oh like do you date for you know like content it's like they just don't become content then That's right exactly. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, I, I think sometimes just like realizing that, and, and I think it's I mean, it's just different because I feel like I didn't think this way in my 20s, but I just realized shit's going to work out the way it's going to, right? The less I care, I, I, I do think that the process is highly important, but I just realized I don't give a shit about the results. I mean, right. Well, you know what I mean? Like, it depends on yeah. like what the situation is. You're right? not, like, yeah, you're not, you're not obsessed with them. Right. You know. I, I'm, I'm not really obsessed, like, if this person I meet is going to be my next relationship. And yeah. maybe even after a month, I still may not know. And it's just because I think everyone has a different pillar of where they know when that person's right. The thing yeah. with me is that I'm not going to lie. My 20s, uh, right? Well, 
yeah. your first year of my 30s too. I mean, yeah. I was outside. Well, not the last yeah. one. Not yeah. not the last year because there was a pandemic. I mean, right. I was kind of outside still. But yeah. it was of course, it was all yeah. It was all yeah. a little. The dough live you you found a way to be a little outside. You found yeah, your yeah, person. Yeah. You found that one person. Be like, I'll be. Yeah. We gonna do this because I need yeah. to do this. <laughs> summertime you know like right, cases right. cases were lower right yeah um, we's gonna we's gonna do it we's gonna yeah, do it yeah but 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 right and and i think it's just like i don't know i think being able to experience all of that and honestly only feel jaded for like two years out of all of that was i don't know in a way super helpful because I feel like I'm always learning about what to do that are on dates from having them. Or I, I don't know. I, I've always told people is like the one thing I will say that I never take for granted from relationships or like dating was how many restaurants and podcasts I learned about from dates. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like I wouldn't have got I wouldn't have gotten these experiences if it right. wasn't for that. So why? Yeah. yeah. I mean, let's not front. You know, we got cool stories, mm-hmm. and yeah. they are. And sometimes. Look, so, uh, sometimes that's just how it is. I remember, I wanted to say some of them say this. Well, I remember one time I was 20 years old and I was dating this 24-year-old. So I'm dating an older woman in my mind. I'm the man, I'm the shit. And we go and we finally, like, I didn't expect it, but we wound up hooking up and everything. And, and she was very impressed. And she right. let me know that she was very impressed, right? So she then cancels, like, uh, a date that we had set up for, like, the next week. And then she starts getting sketchy with the, the, the communication. So I'm a little, you know, I'm a little flustered by this. I'm not really understanding it. I talked to the homies, you know, the, 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 the homies who are women and they're like, oh no, just don't text her. She'll be back in a little bit. You know, she, you know, whatever. I'm like, cool. I got to play that game. That's what's up. And, but I'm still feeling really conflicted about it because it was such a nice time, fun interaction. I did like the person. And I remember I, I told my mom, I broke, I, I broke down everything to my mom. I told her everything. And, and I was you like, told her about gonna... the sex too? Yeah, I told her about the sex too. Yeah, yeah. I'd let her know your son is out here. Okay. Yeah. Hey, best believe, hey, I, we Nigerian. I don't put forth a, a subpar product, huh? You know, so <laughs> so I let her know and I, I said, Am I gonna hear from her again? And my mom was like, No, you're not. And I'm so I'm like devastated. I'm like, what you mean? She's like, No, you're not gonna hear from her again. And I was like, but I was like, and she said, honey, she just need to get laid. And she's like, and honestly, she's probably in a weird. I was like, honestly, was she always good with the texting? She's like, no, not really. Yeah, she's in a sketchy situation in her relationship. There's some ambiguity. Maybe she's on a break, maybe it's something like that. And I, and I thought about it and I'm like, yeah, all the pictures were down. Like the pictures that there were some pictures that were like up, like face up. Yeah. And there were some just were face down. And then she was like, here's really going to cook your noodle. While she was coming with you, she might've been thinking about him. Damn. She might've been thinking about him Yo. right after. So of course this is ego death that I'm experiencing a tremendous one. And I was like, so what do I do? And she's like, did you have, you got laid, right? And I was like, yeah. It's like, did you have fun? I'm like, yeah. And she's like, take the win. There you go. Take, take the win. Cause sometimes. All it is is all it is. There have been situations with people that I picked it with where I've been like, oh, this is going to be great. And that's all it was. And I, mm-hmm. in the moment, okay, that would have been nice if it was more, but hey, I guess that still happened. So that's cool. No, that, that has me dying. I remember one time uh, I matched with someone on Tinder and we talked a bit. And then she was like, hey, do you want to grab a drink? I was like, yeah, sure. So we went to this bar in Inwood and I was like, okay, cool. And it was funny because the waitress was like, hey, you know, my shift is over. I need to close the tab. Um, you guys can go to the bar because we were in a table. Yeah. And it was funny because she was like, yeah, you could just order more drinks in the bar if you want. And then she said like, oh, well, oh yeah, we could do that. But, you know, we, I also have like drinks in my apartment. I'd be the asshole. I'd be the dumbass to say like, no, let's just grab, like, no, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, let's grab drinks at your place. Dude, her place was around the corner of the bar. Woo! 
It's, it, yeah, respect and her. I, and, and I had the same reaction that you had where I was like, oh, wait, you know, she's yeah. like, she had a good time. Yeah. Barely texted after. I was like, oh, I was just, okay, cool. You know what? Yeah. But hey, you know, good shit. Yeah, she said, she said, hey, look, this is your function. Okay, yeah. I'm here. Okay, uh, blow, blow the back out. Okay, <laughs> give it back to me when you're done. I'll see you later. Have a nice day, young man. There you okay, go. you take care of yourself. Yeah, you stay blessed out here. You stay blessed. <laughs> you know, I think for some, I think for in some instances, especially again, us talking as, as young dudes or younger dudes. I mean, I look at it from this perspective. There have been, I have been in relationships with people that I, with a, with a person in particular, where I was convinced that this person would always be in my life and they mm. aren't. And once you get over that thing, I think for me, and make peace with it. Like it's that, and you know, cause in the moment it's like that pink song, who knew? Where she was like, if someone said three years from now, you'd be long gone, I'd stand up and punch them out because they're all wrong. So I remember having that react. Like, how could I was so certain about this thing? And how could it be wrong? I mean, that's just that's how it goes sometimes. And making peace with that really gave me a sense of freedom. You know, it really gave me a sense of freedom because it's like, OK, cool. Hey, you know, if you meet someone and y'all vibe and y'all kick it and it's good, then It'll be good for as long as it can be good. And this is not to say that you don't have to work to ensure that you got to do your part in that, but it's going to go for as long as it can possibly go. And, and if it's an actual thing that becomes a relationship, then you got to do your best to ensure that it can go so long as it continues to suit your needs. You know, uh, as it relates to the idea of dating, I'm like, yo, it is what every interaction is just that interaction. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, now, yes, in, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a way, sure, I've met this person before, we've gone out a few times, but that's literally all it is. It's like, okay, mm -hmm. and guess what? You could have three great dates and where the vibe seems cool, and all of a sudden, y'all don't, you don't hear from them again. I don't got nothing to do with you. And it's cool if it could have been more. It, it would be cool if it could have been more, but it's also got to be okay that that's all it was. Right. I, it's really interesting. Or... I remember there was this one, and, and it was like interesting because I like when things happen organically, like shit just happens and it's like, oh, well, that's cool. You know why it happened organically? Because I wasn't worried about the results, right? Like, I, I, I think that makes sense. I, I dated someone for about six, seven months and it was, you know, it's like, but we, we kind of knew what this was. It's like, hey, you know, I'm just here to fuck, whatever. Yeah. Like, cool. You can stay over some nights, you know, because, you know, I probably want more in the morning, which is like, which makes right. sense, right? But yeah. at the end of the day, that's all it was. But yeah. I also, like, find it really interesting thinking back at it where we actually still interact with each other. Not as yeah. much, but, you know, like, but it's like, it made sense because it happened the way it was going to. It wasn't like forced. It was like, well, no, we're going to talk every day and you're going to realize. No, it's like, look. You know, we had a really great time together and, you know, great experiences. Um, but yeah, I mean, and that's what it was. And honestly, I think that's why, and I think after that interaction, I kind of just realized shit will happen however it will. Like, yep. it's just, I could have easily just never spoken to this person again, but I like that somehow they're still like there, even though, you know, like it's just, it's just a friendship and that's it. And that's all it's going to be. And that's completely fine yep. too. I think also people just don't like the idea. I, I don't think people are really that comfortable being friends with the opposite sex. I, and I don't think this all the time, but I think it is more difficult once you've hooked up with someone. But, and I think that's probably why I, I guess I'm not as jaded as much as because like if shit doesn't work out, it's fine. Or if things become a friendship, 
then fine, let it be. But I also realize, you also have to realize that friendship is a two-way street. As much as we can stay friends, I'm not going to be the one always hitting you up. Right. Yeah. And it, yeah. So, yes. so yeah. So, so yeah. So I think just having those experiences, and I was thinking about something while you were talking, where I'm always curious if like people's jadedness or where it comes from does it tend to lend from like society itself or also like an insecurity as well because i think the dating scene you know like with apps and everything that shit just fucking sucks i mean it does but you have to find a way of just not like if shit happens it happens right like i've had like really good first dates and didn't go anywhere but guess what i enjoyed that date but like i don't think dating sucks because we only had one date I think it's because, you know why, we had a lot of conversations that I wouldn't normally have on first dates when I was younger. We went straight for like the questions, you know, the kids thing, all of that. We, I, I, I don't want kids. She wants, has kids and wants more kids, but who am I to judge? I'm not going to, but it's like, we're clearly not in the same mental realm. Like if you're looking for someone serious, then that's clearly not me because Right. If you're, and, and not saying like not me because I'm not not someone to be serious. It's like we're clearly like fundamentally looking for different things for our future. Now, if you just want to hook up, then then that's fine, right? Yeah. But yeah. if your main goal is to find someone, then I, I think you just need to have those convos or yeah. like sometimes just legitimately deal with your insecurities or what is it that you don't like about dating or relationships or like why are you jaded? I feel like once you internally process a lot of those things and. I hate this because I'm someone who always talks about therapy, but I think it legitimately did help me further, better understand myself and a lot of things that I did or even things that I still do. And it's like, there are some shit that I'm still like an asshole about, but it's like, dude, who cares? Like, it's like, I, I don't need to explain myself sometimes. We're like, we're like, it's yeah. So sometimes it's just, and that's where like, I'm not even like jaded. It's just like, I'm just tired. Look, I enjoy me time. I like being able to hang out with friends. I like my friends are as, as someone as you would understand as an only child. It's like you value your friendships a lot more. So I, I, I've, I've heard people say like, hey, you know, I'm not really sure about this friend. I don't think you can be friends with that person. I was like, yo, if someone ever said that to me, I'm like, yo, um, that's a you problem. You might need yes, to. That's a, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's not. Yeah. Like, I understand if I've hooked up with someone or dated someone and we right. stayed friends. I get that. But for some specific friends, there was like, not that I, I, I can't, I can't be that person too. And I think that wouldn't be fair if I told, like, and I think for me, it's like, that wouldn't be something that I would want the other person to do. So why would I have to be the one to do that? So, yeah, no, I feel that, you know, and I, I do to your point. Yeah. No, I've been in therapy and I think it helped me out a lot. It helped me out tremendously, you know, to understand my nonsense and some of the nonsense that I still think is totally justified and that mm-hmm. I will do regardless, you know, you know, and I think that, uh, I, yeah, I do think for some people and I do think for women, I can sort of understand why it could be a little harder to be cool with someone you used to fuck. Now I got homies that, yeah, we used to hook up, but that's not the nature of the situation no more. It, and obviously we're not as close anymore, you know, because you're going to yeah. go on and you're going to live life and do whatever. But I do understand from some perspectives, because it's like, yeah, I mean, you know, sex being what it is, you know, and I remember having one of the homies tell me years ago, it's like, yeah, but you enter people, you've never been entered. It's a Mm. different thing. But I'm like, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's it's like, yeah, it's a different thing. It's a it's it's a little different for a lot of us. You can't just do that. And then, you know, expect that it could be cool, especially 
And she was like, listen, <laughs> you can't be out here fucking and being good at the shit and nice and then think that and then just think that people aren't going to want to get a little possessive with your ass. Right. This is not how it works. Yeah. And you can't sit there and think that afterward. And I had to accept that. I was like, OK, yeah, I didn't want to do that with that person no more. They they got they they feel some kind of way about it. You know, they feel some kind of way about it. And that is reasonable. Because mm-hmm. if I, I mean, because I've been in a situation where girls like, yeah, we need to we need to stop that, you know, stop that aspect of our relationship. And I've been like, all right, cool. You know, I don't want someone know where they don't want to be. But at the same time, it is a damn, yeah. you know, not, not going to be weird about it if we're out in public together or whatever else. But it is like, a man. All right. Well, I was enjoying all of that, but that's got to stop. And that's just how life goes. <laughs> you know? Exactly. On to the next one. Right. <laughs> yeah, man. So long. So long. Listen. So long as you hear and you're young and you're very, you got to, you know, if you, if you got all your faculties, you know, and you have the use of your arms and your legs and everything like that, you know, it's all right. You, you can be okay. Cause again, I don't look at like, I'm not, I ain't jaded. I'm just me. And I, mm-hmm. I do think that as a person who's more prone to optimism, even if I think, even if I sit there and say, in all likelihood, this will not work out. Right. So being a performer and whatever, I don't have a lot of faith in the human condition. I don't think it's sustainable. I don't think it'll work. I don't think I think there are elements of our society that uh, that cannot and will not be fixed. They could be fixed, but they will not be fixed. It doesn't mean that I will stop trying to trying to help in the situations where they can't be fixed. So as it relates to even dating, it's like, yo, I mean, look, the shit going to work or it's just not going to work, but I'm not going to stop trying to meet people or trying to interact with people if that's the headspace that i'm in as opposed to giving in to the darkness you know that is i know people who have been uh you know really that horrible things happen to them in dating right and mm-hmm. they still out here you know like sexual assaults uh given stis that don't go away and they still out here with uh with a pleasant disposition of course they had to work hard to get there yeah, but i'm like oh even they can okay Mm-hmm. Well, I, man, I got this. I'm all right. I'm all right because yeah. I, 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 I haven't had to do the tough shit that they've had to do. And so I'm all right. <laughs> I'm exactly. all, actually, I've been pretty lucky. I've been, I've been doing pretty good. No, I think a lot of that makes sense. I, I'm sometimes a little bit of the opposite. I'm not saying like I'm always fully pessimistic, but I think I'm just more cautiously optimistic. It's like, sure. look, sure. I would love things to work out, but don't get me wrong. If there's any specific doubt from previous experience, that's going to be like, let's see where this goes. I don't, I don't, I, 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 I'm not a long-term thinker because of that. I think there's goals that I would like, say, like, hey, what would you like in like five years? Like, I don't fucking know. Like, hopefully COVID's still not around. Like, let's, let's start with that. Let's, I don't know. <laughs> but, but, you know, so it's just one of those things where like, I like short-term goals, but like, they're like more actionable. I think like, it makes sense to say like, hey, where do you see yourself in like five years? It's like, um, I don't want to say that I, like to be in a relationship not saying like I don't want that to happen it's like well yeah that'd be cool but like if it doesn't happen it's not like the end all be all like we're, we're only here for a finite amount of time and I think that's where and I don't know I think that just happened with age too right like at some point you're just like look um like I, I don't know sometimes I'm always fascinated that I've made it to 30 not like and there, there's, sometimes there's like statistics where it's like oh shit you know like hey you know the fact that I've made it this far, I, I'll consider that blessed, right? So yes. I think yeah. anything else would be like a positive, right? But right. 
I don't know. It's just like, I, I guess because I've lived like, and I, and I don't want to say this because as someone who's like, was mostly single, right? But I think being able to experience the things that I wanted to do has put me in the mindset where like, yeah, it would have been cool to have a relationship during my 20s. Did it happen? No. Right. Do I regret it? Why would I? Like, exactly. if I regret exactly. it, it's like, there's just more shit that I need to work on then at the end of right. the day. It's like, look, it would have been cool to have one, but look, I was able to travel here, go to baseball stadiums, go, mm-hmm. you know, out the country, you know, try to scuba that, like, all, all, all this shit, like, was great. I could have done that in a relationship, but I also, like, realized the, like, the thing is that I never say I wouldn't have been able to do any of that. I just know, like, I would have to have that conversation with someone where, like, if I say I just want to take a trip somewhere, it's like, all right, cool. Well, hey, mom, I'm going to be gone for like a week or a weekend. I'll see you later. I'll be here staying with these friends or I never tell her I go by myself because she's already going to like have, you know, she's going to like freak out. It's like, oh, yeah, no, no, I'm staying with a friend. that Yeah, they they have a Airbnb. Yeah. Well, what's what's that person's name again? Right. Yeah. Right. John. Yeah. I'm saying with John. Yeah. 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 We go way back to like two right. weeks ago. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, it's hard to, I mean, one, I've always felt it's hard to regret what I didn't have. Right. Right. Exactly. So, and I, and I do think there's something, yeah, but not dating in your twenties in all likelihood made you a more, a more interesting person. Like I didn't in high school, you know, I went, I went to high school in Worthington, Ohio and all these kids was fucking except me. Like everybody, everybody was fine. And I, I, I didn't have any relationships. Didn't that? It's not that I didn't want them. It's not like I didn't have crushes on girls. Yeah, of course I did. It just wasn't in the cards, but, it, mm. but again, as a result, but I just, but I did the stuff I wanted to do. I wasn't sitting around lamenting the fact that, Oh, girl won't date me. I was like, Oh, well, this is unfortunate. This person doesn't like me, but I'm gonna do this over here. I dance. I'm learning. I'm, you know, I was a teenager. So I was breaking, I was like doing all this stuff. And was reading comic books, doing the things that I genuinely like to do. And then as I see now as an adult, especially within dating, focusing in, not, I hate to say it so weirdly, having to focus in on oneself and do your own interests that are not so caught up in, you know, the, 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 the paradigm of, uh, or, or the structure of dating, because dating in your teens is, how can that be good? Right? Like, I mean, I'm not saying don't do it, but fuck god like nah i i i'm so thankful that i did not develop the habits that some of my contemporaries developed that they still exhibit to this day as people 35 36 37 38 and so forth like they're still in some respects them kids you know you know what's, and, you know what's really interesting when you brought the whole teen thing and having sex in your teens it's like yeah just take back the what you mentioned that your friend mentioned right which is like the whole being entered right yeah, team, like, yeah, but... like girls getting entered in, in, in all this. Yeah, don't make what? Whoa, I mean, listen, okay, but whatever. I mean, this is that's just me being, I guess, a dude and, and showing my age and people, oh, well, women. No, I'm not saying girls can't do what they want to do, but man, dudes is vicious, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> especially at that age, they don't know how to communicate, they don't even they don't even wipe their own ass, like, it's not. Right. It's not a good look, like getting gaslit at, at 14, like, nigga, what, like, right, that's not. A, and you all know, they know um, is what they watch from porn. Facts, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and I don't even think the 20, listen, dating in my 20s wasn't even that spectacular insofar as like you're still figuring yourself out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you still have a lot of mistakes to make. Um, right. You know, some people can get it right and ma- and muzzle to them. You know, I, I you know, but uh, <laughs> I always look at it from the perspective of, hey, 
if things could happen earlier, cool. I mean, look, I'm a comedian. Sometimes you just got to be willing to like, hey, I really wish this would happen sooner. And it ain't ha- I, all I can do is everything I can do to be better prepared when that situation arises. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. So I have like two more points. And I think it was just more for people that are dated. And I, honestly, like, it's weird. Like, I get like, if you have this feeling at some point, but I, I also like don't get it now. I, I was definitely that person before where it's like one, sometimes people hear that they'll never find that person. And it's like, it goes back to like, not the who cares, but it's like, all right, but honestly, maybe you need to open your eyes, Mark. <laughs> there's there's right. billions of people on this earth. There's no right. way that you can't find one person that you could enjoy your time with and et cetera. I think it's just like the build expectations towards, I don't know. And I remember a friend of mine told me this recently where she said that she doesn't like when people call their partners, their persons. Mm-hmm. Like it sounds, it sounds like possessive. It's like, I mean, that's your partner. Like I get that. Like, but your person, it just sounds a little bit, I don't know. It's like, I, I don't know. I, I sort of do get that. And then the next point is like not believing in love where it's like, ah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love a lot of my friends and not like, you know, like, oh my God, you know, I, lo- I mean, it, it took me a while to finally feel comfortable telling a friend that. And it's like, yeah. but I don't mean it in that way. But it's like, they know that, but it's like, for me, it's like, look, it's really hard enough for me to just like be emotional. Right. So like, if I say this to you, you better know that I mean that shit. And I don't mean it in like any other way besides I'm glad that I've met you and you're still in my life. And I just feel like, Sometimes you don't like, and honestly, yeah, at the end of the day, I, and that's the same thing with me. Like I have really great close friendships and those would always be appreciated. And I, I don't know, I, I value that more than like, I would value a relationship and not saying, I'm saying that now as someone who's currently single, like I should focus on that. Yes. If I get into a relationship, that person becomes, you know, like a, maybe they start off as a friend, you know, we get together and then, you know, you built that foundation then that makes sense but anything else besides that just seems like way too much doom and gloom for something that like I said like when I said before it's like the added like the cherry on top like it shouldn't be like one of your life foundations agree 100 percent. but yeah yeah Uh, I mean I I co-sign that I don't think I don't think uh you know my my friends have picked me up when I was down you know, my friends have had my back when my relationship did not. You know what I'm saying? And and in any relationship where I formally ended it, her friends had people that lifted her up. Yeah, and I I do believe in love, but not like one of those people who's like, who is uh, everyone, I won't say everyone needs it because some people are actually incapable of feeling it. A, per, a narcissist, a person with narcissistic personality disorder cannot feel this. They don't have it. Uh, antisocial person, they don't have it. So these, I don't believe these, these are objective truths. I'm not one of those people. I believe that these are things that we're very fortunate to have. Mm-hmm. So like the fact that I have the ability to love, I'm fortunate to even have that. It's not a given. There are plenty of people in this world who cannot. I, and I'm, I'm lucky to have love that I, that I can direct positively. I'm lucky to have the friends in my life who are in my life and I do love uh, them. And I do let them know because life is chaos and people die all the time. I'm lucky that I've been in situations where I was in love with people or a person, you know? Those are, those are all things that I'm incredibly, incredibly grateful for uh, as opposed to believing that those are things that are owed to me because you know the world does not care. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> so you can believe you are owed something that, that doesn't mean that, that you don't get it. It's better, at least for me, to always been like, I'm very thankful for the people that have loved me. I'm very fortunate that they have loved me. I'm very fortunate to have love. I'm very fortunate that I can exhibit that. Uh, so I'm thankful for those things because they're not a given. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's like one of those things where like sometimes, and just like anything, I feel like love has to be earned and it takes a lot. And it's also like difficult, especially if you're someone who's with me, like saying that was always really difficult. But I knew if I said it, I really meant it. So it's like one of those things where sometimes like, yeah, I, I won't trust someone who like says love too often or does things way too early where it's like, that is not, I mean, but that's, that's just them, right? And then that's like, that's not even like me judging someone. Cause like for me, you know, the way love languages works, mine is like quality time. So like me, I'm not a words of affirmation person, but if right. you feel like if I ever get to the point that I'm even comfortable to give you a word of affirmation, you take that because you just know yeah. that for me, that's really difficult. And that's just something that, I, I don't know, like it just comes with time, right? Like the more yeah. you spend time with someone, the more you feel comfortable to like say, act, do, you know, like whatever. So I, sure. I think it's just one of those, um, I don't know, just like fascinating things with like, um, I was not expecting this conversation to be so philosophical, but it's like, so, but it's true though. It's like, it, it is like interesting just like diving into like any of these topics and just yeah. the world is crazy as it is. Let's just enjoy the positives where it is and stop worrying about, I don't know. And I'm not someone who is like anti, I, I, was, I was always funny. I always tell people I'm not like, I'm pro-single. I'm not anti-relationship. Sure. I think there should be a huge difference where it's like, I think like if you're single, make the best out of it. If you're someone that's not happy, stay single, like yep. work on your shit, you know? And then once you feel like you, I, I don't know. And, and there are things that I'm always still constantly working on. And I'm not saying like, I'm never going to, and I, I have like perfectionism is, issues too, where it's like, do I feel like I'm ever going to be the perfect person or whatnot? And it's like, look, I... I'm fine with where I am, but I know I can continuously improve, but that doesn't mean that I can't also love someone where I know that I'm not perfect and that's completely fine. Yeah, that's real. Yeah. I, I mean, that's, that's the real shit. I, I really think, uh, yeah, I think, at, at the, I think at the end of the day, like you say, like we ain't here that long, you know, mm -hmm. especially as black men, you know, like yeah. I'll be honest, I'm 37 now. I don't think I got another 37 in me statistically. Yeah. The odds are not, the odds are not in my favor. <laughs> they just, they just ain't statistically. Yeah. They just they are not, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, Hey, you know, while I'm here, I look, I'll, I'm jaded at the government, not doing what the fuck they said they were going to do. Right. You know, that's where I'm jaded. That's where my uh, animosity, my vitriol will be directed at. It, it can't be directed at people who are just going along to get along in this wild world. It, it just, it just can't be. I have to have, a bit more faith in me than yeah, that. Totally. Man, that's that was really good. I like that. Um, yeah, I think we got that one on the park. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> and I know you and I know you have to pick up your laundry, but yes. um I also do want to give you the time because as a comic, you know, do you have like a a pitch, you know, where where can people find oh, you to see, see, see your work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, thank you, Tony. Uh so yeah, guys, uh thank you so much for having me on the podcast, Tony. Greatly appreciate it. My name is Satoyo. That is S-E-T-O-I-Y-O. -O. You can catch me on all social media platforms at Satoyo1. S-E-T-O-I-Y-O, -O, number one. Um, so yeah, you can catch me across the Twitter. So please follow me on Twitter. Please follow me on Instagram. Um, tell me where you found me. And that would be very helpful. I post all my shows. I post my stand-up clips. I'm also a professional dancer, so I'll post my dance clips as well. Try to keep people entertained because we live in a crazy fucking world. 
Um, but I appreciate y'all listening. Of course. And I have one question. Why do you, why did you, did someone else have yours and you had to have the one? No, I needed to let them know that I am the one. I am, uh... the, I am the illest Satoyo <laughs> of all times. I might be the only Satoyo of all there times, you go. but I'm on a quest to be the illest Satoyo that has ever lived. Nice. Those are the real goals to shoot for, but exactly. But yeah, but yeah, thanks so much for coming on the show or dialing in like, there's, there's no studio i'm in i'm in my bedroom but right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i appreciate it brother thank you so much for having me of course as you just keep up it's more content coming from 10 years accounting support tony donate i know there's like a donate link somewhere in there we're gonna just like a little imagine a flashing bubble it's a link in his thing have a good day i'm not gonna lie i'm gonna use this for the ending of my podcast now